But I think the most important thing is that, you know, whether, you know, you know someone, uh, whether you've been affected yourself, uh, the most important thing to do would be to just reach out uh, to yeah. others and, um, you know, and, and get your support system. And, and if you don't have one, reach out. There's so much help out there. You, you have to. There's there's no other choice. This is this is a once in a lifetime uh, event and we all need to get through it together. Welcome to Distant Pals. My name is Tom Tate, and this is a podcast where we talk about social distancing from a distance. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Tom Tate, and this is the podcast Distant Pals, which is kind of a companion piece to an email newsletter that I started uh, in March of 2020 during this whole social distancing journey uh, that we're all on. Uh, We certainly seem to find ourselves all on the same page experiencing this. And I really wanted to get some friends and family members together just to have some uh, casual but candid conversations around social distancing and, uh, you know, quote unquote, quarantining and how the experience has really been shaping uh, shaping our lives uh, unexpectedly and very quickly. So I'm really excited uh, to have our guest on today because it is the first official Tate that I'll be speaking with on this <laughs> podcast. Um, so John Tate, welcome to uh, Distant Pals. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it. I put the call out on on Facebook, and I'm I'm glad that you uh, kind of took me up on this. Uh, so, for reference, uh, John's uncle is my grandfather. Uh, so that is is how we're related. Uh, my dad is your cousin, um, and we come from a large and very very social family. <laughs> uh, so, as you can imagine, um, this has really shaken us up. I'm curious if you've had the same experience, you know, just not being able to connect with other Tates the way that we're accustomed to. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, for, for us, it's, there's no gathering less than 30, right? There's right, right. every birthday, every holiday. It's, it's wonderful. Um, so it's been tough. Uh, we did have a, uh, a, a FaceTime, uh, a, a big group, about 15 people joined in last week and it was fun. But other than that, we haven't really got a chance to see each other or spend time with each other. So it's been tough. Yeah. So before we get too deep, I'm curious, um, you know, I have two quick questions just to set things up. The first is, you know, when exactly did your family kind of start um, social distancing? Like, was there a specific week or date where you kind of said, okay, we're going to hunker down now? And then if you want to just quickly describe like what, what life has been like, you know, day to day for you and your family since you started working remotely and uh, yeah. this whole, this whole thing. Yeah. So I think we started about a week before everybody else. Okay. Uh, we're all, we're all very hypersensitive because uh, my son has, uh, uh, you know, has, has been through uh, a liver transplant and he, he has uh, he's on anti-rejection medicine. So uh, about a week before when things were starting to become very public and very, um, you know, there was, it was overtaking the news and, and, and we're talking about how quickly it's spreading. He stopped school and around the same time he stopped school, uh, I, uh, also started working from home. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it's been, I think we're coming up on almost four weeks now. Okay. Yeah. So it's been yeah. about three for me. So that would make sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming you guys are all healthy and, and you guys have been, been pretty good at home. Yes. So yes. Far, so good. Awesome. Yeah, so far so good that the yeah. I never thought in a million years that I'd have to worry about going food shopping, but that is I know. You know a high risk activity. 
And uh, so, you know, I've gone each on the weekends. We finally had our first food delivery this past week. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, we're, we're now working on homemade masks. So, you know, who, who'd have thought? I mean, the one reason why I was interested in actually connecting with you is that, you know, we're living through a, a time that has been, you know, it's really it's first of its time for how many years? hundred years now, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the things that are going through our mind now, I, I hope that I hope that never happen again. But this is uh, this is pretty scary. I guess you can com- compare it to um, you know the nuclear threats way back in the sixties and seventies. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, for for me, I was worried that. Um, and and again, I, I just want to preface this. I don't want to belittle. Uh, what's happening for you know frontline workers you know and and uh, healthcare you know for for us uh, you know for our fa- my family you know we're we're lucky you know like we're we're home in our house you know and and I don't have to go anywhere and that's uh, a blessing right yeah. uh, but but for me I really didn't want to forget what it was like uh, five years from now ten years from now because I want to I you know as 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 terrible as this is you know because it is a tragedy like I want to be able to remember the experience of it uh, because of how once in a lifetime and unique it feels. I mean, this is very interesting period to, to go through. Uh, my kids are young. So my kids are six, four and two. Um, so they're, they're too young to really understand what's happening. Um, but I want to be able to kind of have these podcast episodes and, and some of the newsletters I'm writing as kind of like a relic that I can touch back on uh, and remember what I was thinking, feeling what others were thinking and feeling. So I appreciate you participating in this for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, let's start with, with, with work. So like you, you do work in, um, in, in the healthcare industry, healthcare and health sciences. Um, so was it an easy transition for you to work from home or are you typically in the office? It was very easy for me to transition home because I spent many years working in in IT and on, on global projects. And so, you know, we'd start the call from home with, Someone like on the phone from Asia, we 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 would end the day with, you know, someone sure. locally. Yeah. But you know, we're, so uh, I've worked from home uh, quite often. But for the last two and a half years, I've been in the office, uh, you know, okay. four to five days a week. And so, but still, the transition was was fairly easy uh, for, for for me. Um, about, but it about was, for your teams? Um, yeah, I think it's probably different for everyone. There, there were some sure. folks who uh, you know just started working with us, and okay. now. There, there's no way that they can you know, really learn face to face. It's all through phone calls. Um, but I think we we all miss the social interaction. We have a very tight yeah. uh, relationship. We have great uh, great camaraderie with the, with the team. So um, I think it's been the toughest part. Uh, well, aside from just the the adjustment to the new norm, which is you know, uh, and, and the unknown of is it going to be two weeks, four weeks, six weeks? Right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think that's. Um, you know, we're, we're still adjusting. We haven't really had a, a large, uh, you know, virtual meeting where we can actually see each other using some of the platforms like Zoom or Skype. Uh, we've mainly just been on the phone. So we, we need to be more interactive uh, to kind of regain that uh, relationship. Yeah. Uh, you know, w- one of the things that my company has been doing, which I think has been really interesting, was it's a standing 5 p.m. video call. Um, that anybody can join, you know, mm-hmm. so like you, you, if you wrap up your day and you just want to see some familiar faces, you know, even if it's just for five, 10 minutes, yep. um, it was a really nice, uh, thing. You know, we have about, um, 300 people in the U S uh, you know, so to, to know that you can log on at any, any day of the week and see at least 15 
people, you know, it's just been, it was a nice thing. I haven't done it every day, but the times that I've done it, you go, you share a laugh, you have a couple people having their, you know, 5 p.m. cocktail, you know, but I think it's, just, it was just an interesting decision, whoever decided to do that. That's um, a great idea. I'm, I'm taking notes on that one, Tom. Yeah. And it's easy because you don't talk about work, you know, it's just very casual. Um, <laughs> and I think that for me, one of the challenges with social distancing, again, just coming from a big family, face to face is just, it's, it's what I'm accustomed to, you know, even, even video chatting is, is challenging for me. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, transitioning from being in the office to, to working remotely. Uh, I think you mentioned kind of pre-call that, uh, you're leading up some of the crisis, um, uh, response at your company. Do you want to speak to that at all? Yeah, I can just say, I think I can talk about things that are, uh, all companies are going through, especially companies that are not service related, you know, companies that need to move product. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're ahead of the game in terms of, um, what we need to do to be successful. I think it's, uh, the general public that, you know, there are pockets where people still aren't practicing social distancing. Uh, we were there you know, three solid weeks ago where we quickly yeah. realized that to keep the health force, the workforce healthy, that we need to be distant. We need to be cleaning frequently. We need to be able to split our shifts. And, uh, and that's been the focus from day one. And of course, it's not perfect. There, there uh, are issues that we are dealing with as with every other company out there. Sure. And uh, I think we are all adopting. Um, and, and, you know, we don't have a choice because uh, for, for any essential business, uh, there, there's products that people need, uh, you know, whether it's food products or health products, you know, it could be anything. Um, it, it's amazing to see uh, really how, uh, again, how much has changed, but also just the fact that um, how quickly we're adopting to that change. Yeah. Uh, I just did a call uh, right before this. And one of the things we were talking about with my friend, Christina, um, she's actually in upstate New York. Her husband is a police officer in the Bronx. Uh, her family members are in healthcare uh, on the front line. So like she's, she's like in the apex, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things we were talking about, uh, and I think that yeah, I've been thinking about this a ton. Um, this, th- these are the moments that define who has true leadership. Um, and, and who never had true leadership to be in with because, uh, and I'm not going to get political with this, but like, there's no playbook, you know, like there was no playbook for this. And yeah. I think that it's, it's really interesting to see, um, locally at your local school districts, um, uh, your local communities, your, your office, your business, uh, who rises up to, uh, fill the void where there was no playbook to, to run, you know, anybody can run, anybody, anybody can run a playbook if they're competent, you know, and they have some experience, but when there's no playbook, um, that would, that's the interesting thing that I've been observing is like, um, a, how do I be a leader, you know, in my own situations, you know, as a father, as a, as a colleague, um, but then likewise, you know, like who are the leaders around me? Um, have you seen anything, um, or have you, have you, well, let me just ask, have you experienced that as well? You know, kind of in your, in your just general experience, not just professionally, but other else elsewhere. And, um, you know, what, what's been your response, uh, just generally? Yeah, I, I have seen it, uh, especially in my world where, you know, this isn't the first crisis we've dealt with. Sure. Um, you know, we, we happen to work for a company that has very high standards. Uh, we, we live by a credo that, uh, everyone, is, is held accountable to. So, 
Um, you know, for instance, when when we had the hurricanes, Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico, yeah, uh, yeah that's the right. hurricanes in Houston, in Florida. Um, I think that's where you know where I see people really shine. Uh, yeah. Where where whether it's in in transportation or in distribution or just you know people that just stand up and, and raise their hand to lead. Um, that there's just so many examples of that, and so I think this you know. Very lucky to, to uh, I've seen that at work. I've also seen that uh, for other you know, other companies that have actually pitched in and, and helped out in times of crisis. Yeah. Um, what's been the most challenging aspect of this for you? Uh, not just at work, but but at home too. You know, we mentioned briefly just like the interesting challenge of going to a grocery store. You know, it's just something you've never would have thought would have been uh, something that you would think twice about. But I'm curious if there's anything that has stood out as uh just a, a bigger challenge than others. Yeah. For, for me, Tom, you know, you, you probably know from, or if you've seen any of my you know, posts over the years is that I'm a big advocate for, for mental health. Um, yeah. And, and oddly enough, you know, for, for the last three to four weeks now, um, you know, I haven't been able to really be there for anyone else because I've had to really take care of myself. Yeah. So, you know, what I've noticed is, you know, like something simple that I struggle with is, is sometimes sleeping. Yeah. Even though you do all the right things, there's just it's it's such a unique time. So um, you just have to be able to turn off your mind. Um, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and it's just harder nowadays. So there, there's everyone obviously has natural anxiety from this. I can't imagine anyone living on this earth. <laughs> you know, for sure. I mean, yeah. There was a t- there was a point in time about a month ago where we said, okay, there's a portion of the population that that's affected with some level of anxiety. Now we can honestly say that 100 percent of the population. 100 percent. Yeah, for sure. Anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think uh, you know I and and where it comes out for me is going to the store. Um, yeah. or in discussions with my, you know, with, with my wife in terms of what we need to do to, to properly go to the store and, and yeah. you know, just things like that. You know, she's, you know, currently uh, trying to make some masks. Uh, she luckily has skills in that area, but um, up until now, yeah. And I think once, now that the mandate is not mandate, but the, the guidance has come out to that we should all be wearing masks, which now makes perfect sense, even if they're homemade. There, you know, something is better than nothing. Sure. Um, that with everything that we're doing today, I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful that, uh, you know, that all, all of what we're going through now, especially the anxiety and the lack of sleep and, um, that, you know, very, very soon, even if it's a four to six weeks, you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll be ready for a turn. We, we just have to stay diligent. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I've been following this for a long time. Um, I followed a couple of email newsletters. Uh, you know, one was interestingly enough by a marketer that I kind of look up to, and then the other is just a news digest. And you know, they surfaced this in in mid January as as something more or less just like, hey, you know, like pay attention to this. You know, it wasn't like they weren't uh, doomsday preppers. It wasn't alarmist. You know, it's really just you know this is something to pay attention to. This is kind of how these things might start. Um, and it's, it was interesting that it took a while, uh, for, um, for it to really become, you know, this is a situation that we need to act on now. Uh, but I've been paying attention to it. I had my, my wife, Lauren kind of start stocking up on dry goods a long time ago. Uh, you know, again, not, not in excess, you know, but just like, you know, Hey, like, you don't know, you know, like this is one of those, if you ever need a 30 to 60 day stockpile, yeah. you know, this is a good, this is a good time to at least know that we have it. Uh, cause there's so much uncertainty. Um, the uncertainty drives my anxiety, you know? So for, 
the first 10 days that I was home, I work in Montgomery County. And, you know, as you know, being in PA, Montgomery County got hit the hardest in the beginning, probably because they were doing the most testing. So it was probably in more places, but they were all show all the numbers were showing up in Montgomery County because, you know, <clears throat> more cases, they would test family members and such. But it was the first county that kind of declared community spread. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the day that they declared community spread, I was still working in the office. Um, we went out to lunch, uh, you know, like at a barbecue place and like, I got flu B, flu strain B um, earlier this year. And it was like the worst sickness that I've ever had. You know, mm-hmm. so for me, it was like, like, I know I'm susceptible to getting stuff in public because I already got the flu. So I, I was just worried that for, you know, the first five to 10 days, is it going to hit me? You know, like, am I going to yeah. wake up one day with a fever spike of 103, you know, and regret that I was out and about in Montgomery County? Right. You know, like, like I was very proactive about staying home as soon as my, office said I could. Um, but I was waiting for them to kind of just like, give me the, it was almost like social permission. I'm yeah. noticing a lot of social permission, you know, like you now have social permission to wear masks, you know, like you, you could have worn masks the past three weeks, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like now people have, they feel like socially it's okay to go out and do that. Yeah. Um, same with like staying home from work, you know? So yeah, it's been really interesting. It's just been a really interesting time. Um, I, I'm curious, you know, one of the things I've been really trying to get at with these conversations too is, uh, what's the silver lining, you know, like what, what good has come out of this? Um, have you felt any positive transformations either with yourself, uh, your family, um, any bonds formed that weren't there before anything like that, uh, in your experience? A little bit. Yeah. I think, um, you know, when, when the day's over, right. When, when you're done working five, six, seven, whatever time you decide that you can stop, uh, dependent upon the day, um, there there is no pressure after that. It's it's uh, it's just all about how can I spend time with the family or how can I spend time on on my own. Um, and and it's a nice uh, you know it's definitely a slower pace. Yeah, uh, where we luckily it's it's April, so we were able to step outside. Um, I can't imagine if it was bitter cold or if it was. Uh, raining all the time. Uh, so, um, you know, just getting out, walking around the block, going for a bike ride, playing some Frisbee, just, you know, that's been a really nice part of this. Now we, like I said before, we were a little bit used to this cause we, um, you know, we haven't been as, uh, we haven't had the ability to be as social, uh, to be as active as some other families. Sure. Um, sure. So it's a little bit easier for us to adjust a little bit as well. So, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, we do find you know, that we're spending more time together and um, except for the stress around going to the store or yeah. uh, some things that might you know, stick out, it is a little bit more uh, relaxing. Yeah. Have you uh, caught up on any, anything? Uh, I hate to say mindless, but any, any television, any, any books, any recommendations that you would you know, say, hey, like if you find yourself with extra time on your hands, I've actually felt. I've, I've had less time on my hands, uh, just given all the stuff with work that's been going on. But, um, yeah. Do you have any recommendations for ways that people can fill some of that extra time? Yeah. So that's funny. You know what you ask, I, I'm really inspired by people who take up something new during this cool. time or yeah. they'll wind up spending time, you know, writing or singing songs and, and posting them. And, uh, I just love, uh, what people are sharing about how they're spending this time. Um, 
I am still, well, it's a pretty demanding job. So uh, my days for, from pretty much 7 a.m. to about 6 p.m., sometimes a little bit later. Um, and then uh, I, I do get lost in mindless television. So it's it, yeah. there's some great, you know, great series. I, I, I just did, did, did the uh, the Tiger King, which everyone seems to uh, have been promoting lately. Yes. Um, yeah. And and what I love is that there are so many shows that I've been recording uh, but haven't been able to keep up with. Yeah. So I've got at least a couple of weeks of backlog. So yeah, um, yeah. My my son and I still love The Walking Dead after all these years. Okay. Uh, season ten. Yep. Uh, we look forward to it. And you know what I you know what I like is that if there is something that's coming on in a couple of days, like there's this new show that's on Mondays, Dispatches from Elsewhere. That's a, a different uh, show, very very unique. That's one that I you know might recommend. Um, but it's uh, yeah, there's there's a bunch of shows that are just interesting that. Uh, you know, you look forward to, and, and then, uh, you know, you at least once or twice a week, you, you sit down and watch a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, we, we recently caught up on, on uh, all of the, uh, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. So I, of course, I'm a big fan. I've read all the books and seen all the movies, but yep. my son had never really been through that experience. So we, we watched the movies from beginning to end. We did like one a day or even skipped a day here or there. And that was fun too. Cause you get to see it, you know, pretty, you know, it wasn't like binge watching, but it, it kind of was. So. Yeah, yeah. W- watching those because w- when I experienced those, you know, you had to wait for them to come out in the theaters, right? So you wait right. a couple of years, wait a couple of years. So <laughs> it's fun. We did that with Star Wars, right? My wife never saw Star Wars, so we watched. Um, we didn't watch those terrible prequels, but we watched the the original s- series from from the seventies. The first three, the first three, yeah, yeah. And then we watched the the the, the last three, right? The last three that that came out. So okay. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been great. Um, we we our guilty pleasure has been uh, American Idol. We've been American Idol fans for a really <laughs> long time, and it's funny to see them like hug and high five and be in close proximity to each other now because like we cringe at that. You know? <laughs> like 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 no no stop high fiving so, no yeah. touching no touching. Uh, it's just interesting to experience that in uh such close proximity to what we, we're kind of dealing with now. So. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, you know, we'll start to wrap things up, but but John, I just want to ask, you know, if there's any other final words, any parting words you want to leave with any listeners out there who are either, you know, struggling or just experiencing similar things. I'm right with you with anxiety. Um, for so long it was just our kids go to bed around seven. And I told my wife like throughout the day, it was like, I just need to get to seven, you know, and like just get to seven, just get to seven. Mm-hmm. Work has been stressful. And then at seven, it's just a different pace, you know, like just like you said, like something gets lifted at the end of the day. And, and it just, uh, I have trouble sleeping too, but like, at least at the very least, like, I just feel like I can throw the sweatpants on and it just, it's a different, it's a different vibe. Um, so yeah, any final words, uh, for any listeners out there? Yeah. The last thing I'll say is, um, you know, you, you were right earlier, Tom, we, we have it pretty good, right? We're able to stay home. We don't have to work. We're not putting ourselves at risk. Um, and, and there are still a lot of people that are suffering. Uh, you know, I know someone who, who lost their husband and, and there are a, a lot of other people out there, uh, you know, and hopefully this thing will, will die out sooner than everyone expects. Um, but I think the most important thing is that, you know, whether you know, you know someone, uh, whether you've been affected yourself, uh, the most important thing to do would be to just reach out uh, to yeah. others and, um, you know, and, and get your support system. And, and if you don't have one, reach out. There's so much help out there. You, you have to. There's there's no other choice. This is this is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, event, and we all need to get through it together. Yeah, I totally agree. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. And thank you for uh, 
for joining and just, you know, sharing your experience and obviously we'll keep in touch. Uh, I wish you and your family, uh, a ton of health, you know, and stay the path, you know, like you said earlier, it's just all about diligence at this point, you know, for us, we don't have to be on the front lines. So just as diligent as we can be, uh, really just limiting exposure is, is probably the best we can do. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, John, thank you. I yeah, appreciate it. My pleasure, uh, Tom. Nice talk with you. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Bye. This has been another episode of Distant Pals. My name is Tom Tate. Thank you so much for listening. The track you are listening to is White Telephone by Mammal. Learn more and sign up for the email newsletter at distantpals.com. The number you are calling has been changed. The new number is...